you you got any any positivity for 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 the uh, Celtics to to possibly bring this one back uh, to to Boston by chance? I I don't know, man. I don't see it. No, like there there's no way that Boston is going to beat Miami four out of five games. It's not going to happen. You know, I, I was expecting Miami to be a tough out at home anyway. Like the fact that they beat them on the road two times. You know, like and and, and Jimmy, he smells blood. He's not a guy that's going to be like, yo, like, you know, like, he's not going to sit back and relax. Like, ah, oh, you know, like, he smelled blood. So, like, not only to come out and win, you know, games three and game four, they want to embarrass them. You know, yeah, like, like yeah, because, and I'll, I'll leave, you know, I'll leave it at this. Last year, how he had, how he went out with the jump shot, that was, that was a good shot, you know, and, and losing and, and the Celtics going on to the finals. You know, you got to believe that the same way, the Celtics came back and played well and their record was amazing at the beginning of the season. You got to believe that Jimmy feels a way about that too because they was right there on the cusp of going to the finals as well. Set the tone. Fresh new year, fresh night get Walk with a bop like I really don't care. I don't care. Blows the shit, scorching them lit. In the plain white tee, got immaculate drip. Come from a different cloth like I'm shopping at Kip. Conduct the Woolies Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I go by Cash, aka Exec P. This is episode 203. Y'all know it's the Western Conference, Eastern Conference Finals. So that's exactly what we're getting in today. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm joined by friend of the show, my man King James. Man, he here to run down the Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals for you. We are recording live right after Boston's terrible, terrible loss, man. J- James, let's 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 get right into it, man. We you 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 called it. You said they were gonna go down 2-0 at the beginning of the game, man. What what are you what are your initial thoughts on on this uh, fallout? And Boston is just an unserious team, man. Like, like they they clearly the more talented team. Um, like you said, they play down in their competition. You know, uh, we we it's 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 weird, man. Because it's like you know, like you see what Jason Tatum can do in the game seven. You know, what I'm saying fifty points, and you know you got home court advantage is what you work for the whole season, and you know you lose two games, so the series pretty much over now. Like. Do you break, like, do you bust that team up now? You know what I'm saying? This is the, you know. This is Joe- the time to do this. I mean, if if they if they do, it depends on how they go out, right? Um, You got to keep in mind, they're 25 and, what, 26, respectively, the the guys, the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So I was, I was reading something the other day, and it was like, yo, nobody's ever – done this much in such short amount of time in their career in terms of superstars of their teams tandem like these guys like if you really think about it who was making deep runs like this like conference finals appearances finals appearances do you just give up on that just like everybody else is giving up on it like in this win now or you get fired type of mentality out here i mean Three, like, three of the top coaches in the East and, and West in the last couple of years, coach of the years in the last three years, they all gone for different reasons. But teams just they don't really have the time to wait anymore like it was back in back in the day, man. So for me, I'm like, absolutely. If it's a sweepstakes to get uh, Jalen Brown, then you know where I want him to come. So my thing is like, 
if I'm Boston, I'm definitely not like 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 you basically got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like to me, they those are like your rocks. You know, now like what can you get for Marcus Smart? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Al Horton put him out the pasture. Um, you know, like like you got like a lot of French players like Derek White, you know, like that's that's what I mean in terms of like a rebuild. Like, do you try to move Robert Williams to get a more skilled? Okay, league? so you trying to move a D, you trying to move a defensive player of the year. I know people give him shit about that, but then the other thing is that you got to take into account. And I know we dig in the early grave, people, but the other thing you got to take into account is the supermax for both of them. They both made all NBA teams. Boston historically doesn't pay players like that. They'll pay one, but two. At a certain point, man, if if they go out bad like like this, uh, they go down three one. Come, I, I mean, six games, maybe they keep it together. They go out in less than six games, I Bro, think you cancel Christmas. It it doesn't even matter. Like the fact that they're going to lose to Miami Heat, like bro, they the the, the Heat lost a play in game to the Hawks, like you know. Thanks. But this is the number one team from last year. Like they literally just played in the um. Conference finals last year. True indeed, but what I'm and, and that's what I mean by like Boston being like an unserious team because like they definitely a team where it's like championship or bust. They have championship aspirations. So there's not gonna be any kind of moral victory that you can pull from this season losing in the finals and then like losing two home games in this fashion. It's ridiculous. And to be it's, doing it all all playoffs long, I mean all season long for the most part. Home hasn't been been kind to them. Is there is there something to say, you know, I'll kind of go back to Coach Spolstra. Let's go to coaching. Down the stretch, yes, Tatum needs to have the ball in his hand. He had his, had the ball in his hand a lot more uh, tonight in terms of down the stretch. But he did turn the ball over. He did make a little, you know, a few bonehead plays, was out of control. And then just, I mean, I think Spolstra is, you can see the body language. These, did you see uh, Spolstra just making calls or making adjustments, running damn near to the half-court line within that last two minutes, and you see Missoula just in disgust walking to, up and down the bench, not really saying anything. It's just like stark differences between what's happening. This kid is out of his league. You know, I'm calling him a kid. I know he's about 35 years old in uh, Missoula, but, man, he's being outclassed, and his team is just very uncharacteristic, man. Like I didn't, I didn't see them losing leads like this before. Um, last year, like they may have gotten tired and worn out, but it, it wasn't as bad as it is this year. Like, what do you you do blame that lack of focus on? But I mean, that they're, they're pretty much a jump shooting team, you know. Like, like, like they don't. Yeah. The, the one thing you notice about these teams, you know, who who that don't have like a paint presence to where they can go down there and get easy baskets, and I mean, like. Not like a secondary basket, like a, a center that can generate their own offense on the block. You know that ain't that ain't Robert Williams. It's certainly not Horford now. You know, so like you rely on your jumper. Like when jumpers, like if 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 that's how you're playing, is you always going to allow a team that's attacking the basket to get back into the game? We saw it with the Lakers and the Nuggets. You know, Nuggets like pouring it on, pouring it on. Some of those shots stop falling. The Lakers can make a little run. They can get back into the game because they're constantly attacking the basket. You know, so. I don't necessarily think it's a lack of focus. It's just like the nature of jump shooting. You know, jump shoot, you're going to be streaky. Like, you might have a quarter, like Boston have quarters, but they don't miss. They also have more. Yeah. 
They can well, Miami too. <laughs> they do the same <laughs> shit. They have quarters where they don't miss. You know, you and, know? and it, like 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 Miami. Miami is definitely a talented team, but like when you go by position, like position by position, you know, you really can't say that Miami has the advantage. You know, like 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 anywhere. You know, except you know Jimmy Butler and and, and, and Jalen Brown. You know, like that would be like the only. And then like, is Jalen Brown really playing the three? You know, like like does he play? You know what I'm saying? Like they can mix and match. So basically, you know, they should be winning this game. They they should be winning this series easily. But it's like you said, they got Coach Spolstra. Like, yo, you gotta give him his flowers. Like, you know, this is gonna be his second time going back to the finals. You know, after his little run with LeBron and the big three, like he won. He wanted the greats. He's one of the great coaches, you know, like to be able to rebuild, you know, this team. And even when they weren't competing for a championship, they still were a solid team. You yeah, know, so no, no, no Victor Oladipo, no Tyler yeah. Hero, like like pretty big core parts of what they do in rotational pieces. Uh, but man, Gabe Vincent. And, and look at I the, mean, they have contributed in the clutch. You talking about Gabe? Like big, like I've, I've been like. Again, y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all don't know, and y'all watching, listening for the first time, huge Knicks fan, like on Knicks fan, I was cussing them boys out. I was, I was so disrespectful to Gabe Vincent, Struess, all of them, just because of, I'm jealous of how this fucking farm system they have works every single time, every single time, and that that has to do with the scouting department, coaches, Spo at the head of the head of that snake, man. It's just like. They just find these guys, man, that are guys that are gamers, and, and you can't disrespect them. I think Jeff Van Gundy was uh, saying something earlier. It was like, it's time we stop saying the undrafted guy and this, that, and the third because they hoopers for real, and they they showing out from guys that's drafted in the first round, second round, and just they just here, man, and they taking on that mentality of Jimmy, and I got to give that man his flowers too, man. He, he busting their ass, and in the clutch, nobody oh. can guard him. Nobody uh, so on their team could guard him. This is what I'll say about Jimmy Butler. This, this is what I'll say about Jimmy Butler. Like, he definitely is one of the greatest playoff performers. I'm not going to say of all time, because I think to be one of the greatest playoff performers of all you time, win. you got to win one. You know? But on that next tier, he's there. Like, if you want to talk about, like, you know, like the Hardens and all those guys, like the great players, he stands on top of that of Mount Olympus. You know, yeah. on, on the like there, there's nobody like him, you know, because he hasn't won, but he doesn't have, he don't really have the expectation to win, you know, because like even in the bubble, like nobody expected Miami to be true, there, true. nobody expects Miami to be here now, you know. So it's like he's right, never like, had any pressure. He's always been an underdog in any yeah. series from the from the time the Chicago days when they were pretty much the underdogs every time they went against Cleveland and shit like that. But still, he still brought it. You know, but at the end of the day, man, like this guy gives it everything, man. You literally have to take it from one of his teams in the last couple of years, especially, you know, this heat iteration of who uh, Jimmy Buckets is like you can't leave it to chance because he, he senses it. And then all of a sudden, like, I mean, they talk about this poke the bed thing and I think it's a little overrated, <laughs> but it wasn't tonight. It wasn't tonight. Soon. As soon as old buddy started talking that noise to Jimmy, what'd he do? Yeah. And 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 that's just stupid. It's like it's certain guys you don't talk to, you know. There's certain guys that, you know, 
If they don't got it going, you want to be respectful and let them struggle on their own and try to find their own motivation. You don't want to give Jimmy Butler no kind of motivation. You know what I'm saying? You know, like he, he wanted them warns. Like he liked that shit talk. He liked, you know, he he played. Never gonna so, lose his cool either. You know, he gonna talk back with you. It's it's you know, insane. So you 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 definitely don't want to like give him any kind of motivation to like bust your ass for real. You know, especially when he ain't got it going. Like, you know, hey. And and you were already down 0-1. You should have been saying nothing. Like you, y'all should have came out right. there like working like. And that's why I say Boston's not a serious team, man. I don't know any great team that would drop game one with home court advantage, you know, and then come out and drop game two. I I I, I, I don't know. But I don't think and, I've ever seen. Again, Williams is a a good piece. He can talk shit. That's what he does. He's kind of like a a, a a Draymond super light. For Boston, but, 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 (laughs) you know what I mean? This, this man just moving along at, you know, getting his average in Jimmy Butler. Like he's not, he didn't have a crazy game. He just got his average tonight. 20, wait, 27, you know, his his normal one too. But like he, he wasn't really doing that much damage in the fourth quarter before that, that little back and forth and that scuffle. And then after, after that, it was pretty much Jimmy or bus and, he got it done again, man. Hats off to him. Like, I, I got nothing but praise. I, I can't hate, man. He's one of the best performers I've seen uh, in recent memory in the playoffs, man, when it when it counts. This is what I'm going to say about shit talk, yo. Like, and Draymond started this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, your shit talk needs to come from your team's best players. Like, like when Draymond was really going at Paul Pierce saying he didn't deserve the farewell tour and all that shit like <laughs> like Draymond is a great player but on the Golden State Wars it should it like at that time it should have yeah. really been players talking but honestly it should have only been one player talking it only should only been Steph Curry Steph Curry can say what the fuck he want you know what I'm saying like you can't have like Robert Williams talking shit if you Jalen Brown and you Jason Tatum you like one of them should have been like, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't need you talking. Like, you you get my rebounds, play defense. That's what you do. Stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, he not guarding fucking uh, 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 fucking Jimmy Butler. So why are you talking to him for? You gonna no, get him? You, I mean, you getting you getting mixed up with him every now and then, but that's not your assignment. Hey, that's what I'm saying. You gonna for the most part? Got to stick this motherfucker for court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's. It's my responsibility. Like when, when we lose, motherfuckers not lining up to talk to Robert Williams. Like when the fucking Golden State Warriors, <laughs> motherfuckers not trying to talk to Draymond first. They want to talk to Steph. So if the weight is on my shoulders, I'm the one that can talk shit. If you're not the one that everybody gonna blame this shit on, don't say nothing. Yeah? And like a yeah. lot of teams get that to heart because it's too many people talking shit. Way too many. Yo, let, let's talk about some of the no shows that uh that showed up or didn't show up rather. For Boston, that that tip that have been playing relatively well throughout the playoffs, uh, old man Hawford, lockdown and bead in the last series uh, was a crucial part in games five, six, and seven to go ahead and close that out. Bam has been having his way with him. You know what I mean? Just out hustling him. Uh, he's he's more athletic, I would say. Just kind of what he does. So he's gonna. What's that? That he's also healthy. Right. And he's and he's healthy as well. So 
that that age disparity is showing there in activity. Um, also, I, I got to say, man, Jalen Brown, four points, six points, I believe, in the first half. Anemic second half. He's gone missing when they need him. I mean, they, they'll talk about Tatum to the cows come home because, of course, the man just put up 51 in the game seven. So, you 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 know, too much is given. You know, you got the responsibility to show up. But your sidekick ain't really showing up in the, in the first two games. And he's not really being talked about. So when you couple that all together with just the late game breakdowns, it's just like maybe this Heat team is just hungrier, better coach, and just a better team. Like maybe the the the, the regular season is a is a mirage. They're certainly better coached. There's no way that they should be hungrier, you know, because Boston has been so close. And, you know, to like not be able to get back there in the recent years. And this is your best chance since then. You know, maybe they just took Miami light. Like, hell, like there's no way this team is going to beat us in seven game series. And came out sleepwalking. Like the thing with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the only way that that relationship is not going to work is, you know, if they can't figure out who the dog is. Like in the crunch time, who gets the ball? And that's one thing about Jalen Brown. He need the ball in his hands to be effective. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got to bring the ball up court. He got to slash. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes he don't really get his shots. So, I think if they had a more veteran coach, they could have probably worked that out. You know, that's their, like, one Achilles heel. Let's stay yeah. there. Do you think that them just hiring from within and going with uh, their coach in Boston, uh, do you think that was probably something that is coming back to bite them in the ass with just yeah. his inexperience? Absolutely. Because it's like, you know, you don't want somebody's first car to be like a, you know, a Maserati or something. Like, they don't know about maintenance and taking care of the car. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody that didn't have a busted ass Hugo, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like, I got to make sure the oil change, the tires rotating. You don't have a team that's ready to win and you just pick any coach. Like, yo, you can do this. Like, no. Like, 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 like the, the Celtics are built to win. They should have been kicking the tires on any real head coach. You know, feel like, okay, you can win a championship. Or like somebody's going to come in and when they say something, you really take it to heart when things aren't going good. Because or, when it's going- or, or, or they shouldn't have let that little ass grab, you know, M.A. You shouldn't have let it. <laughs> maybe you, you should have. <laughs> maybe you should have not came down as hard on him because this that's, shit is bad. Because I agree, they definitely shouldn't have let him go. You know, but if you are, you know, you just don't, hey, we're going to have, and and Joe Mazzula might turn out to be a fine coach, but he shouldn't yeah. be, he shouldn't, shouldn't be in a situation. He just shouldn't have But th- this, that was, I mean, fl- on the flip side, that was, that was his first uh, head coaching job, Ime Udoka, and he got them to the finals, albeit I believe he has a little bit more experience with playing in the league. And being behind uh, Coach Popovich and and kind of how he came up, so I think he was more ready. You know, at thirty five, I'm not saying that you're not ready for a head coaching gig, but it it, it just seems like there ain't too many thirty five year olds on the bench uh, historically that are just kind of making those type of deep runs. Unless you're talking about it, Eric Spolster that has had a fucking damn near twenty year. Uh, fifteen, I think fifteen year run as the Heat coach at this point, or or a little bit more than that. Uh, yeah. over, 
a lot more than that overall with the organization. So, because I, I remember when he was the young guy, I'm like, yo, who is this kid? You know, that's going to be coaching. You know, the big three. Yeah, oh, the video and- room, all that stuff they used to say about him. Yeah, he also had Pat Riley behind him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's, it's a little different. You know, it's it's a little different. So like, I I feel like I don't know what these execs are thinking, but it's like, yo, like. Maybe coaching isn't as important, and maybe these guys just need somebody that they can identify with. And I think you're starting to see a lot more of that because there's some young coaches, like some young, you know, like former players that are like coaches now. Um, yeah, I was seeing you know, JJ Reddick was getting a shot with Toronto recently, so I dig, yeah. I dig former players and and young young guys getting uh getting shot. So I'm, it's, it's no shot at that, but sometimes gotta make sense. When it gets to this winning time, man, this this nut check time, you know, crunch time, five minutes or less, it it, it rears its ugly head as far as the inexperience goes. So uh, I'm holding out hope just for the sake of, uh, you know, this time of the year, I get kind of sad because we down to our final days of hoop uh, before we go through them dog days of summer. So as much as I don't fucking like either team, to be honest with you, uh, I could care less for those guys. Uh, being the homer that I am, I just want to see more basketball. And the fact that Boston has fucking laid a goose egg at home, it, it just it just doesn't bode too well man, with how how the Heat just look and how they're carrying themselves, man. So you you got any any positivity for 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 the uh, Celtics to to possibly bring this one back uh, to to Boston by chance? I, I don't know, man. I don't see it. No, like there, there's no way that Boston is going to beat Miami four out of five games. It's not going to happen. You know, I, I was expecting Miami to be a tough out at home anyway. Like the fact that they beat them on the road two times, you know, like and and, and Jimmy, he smells blood. He's not a guy that's going to be like, yo, like you know, like he's not going to sit back and relax, like ah, oh, you know, like he smells blood. So like, not only to come out and win, you know, games three and game four, they're going to embarrass them boys. You know, yeah, like, like, yeah, because. And I'll I'll leave you know I'll leave it at this. Last year, how he had how he went out with the jump shot that was that was a good shot, you know. And, and losing and and the Celtics going on to the finals, you know, you got to believe that the same way the Celtics came back and played well and their record was amazing at the beginning of the season. You got to believe that Jimmy feels a way about that too because they was right there on the cusp of going to the finals as well for the second time in in the last couple years. You know what I mean? So. There's something to be said from that, and these these guys have huge histories with each other. They know they know each other's organizations in and out, as far as the scouting report. So, I mean, to me, it just comes down to heart, man. And it just seems like the heart and the, the mind, Boston just just not matching up right now. Well, and it's un, it's unfortunate because to me, I thought they were going to win this championship, man. Like, Ooh, I no. just felt like they were that the best the best team left. But oh, boy, no, boy no. was I wrong. Like, I, I, I definitely thought they were coming out of the East. I didn't think they were going to win the championship. I definitely felt like the champion was going to come out of the West. Like the champion, like like the West has the best bigs. You know, like you either got Jokic or Anthony Davis. They, either one of those guys going to do whatever the hell they want to do if they move on. You know, so I, I just don't foresee, you know, an Eastern Conference team being able to overcome that. Because like I said, it's, like when you got Jokic or you got Anthony Davis, like you can literally give them the ball on the block and take possessions off. It's like, yo, get a bucket, get a bucket, and both these teams lack. Because like Bam Adebayo, like he's like an active big, 
He's kind of undersized, but he don't have a, you know, back to basket game. And Robert Williams hang on the other side, you know, versus you got guys that are like murder you in the paint, you know? So yeah, you, it's, it's hard to overcome that in a seven game series. If you don't have. Most, most you're going to get from Bam is a whole lot of activity, which is nothing to, to really um, snooze at and probably 18 feet. And then that, that's, that's what you're going to get from Bam and a lot of Bam. hustle points. Player, by the way, we're not shitting on him. No, no, I'm not. I'm trying to, I'm trying not to shit on him because he's he <laughs> he gets after it, man. But I mean, you you brought brought up the West, so let's go there, man. Lakers are down 0-2. Um, mm-hmm. Denver beat them in two different ways. One yeah. in a blowout for the majority of game one. Uh Lakers made a crazy comeback. Like Mike Malone said, all that everybody could talk about is how the Lakers came back. And they didn't talk about the triple double, which I a lot of people talked about the damn triple double, but I, I get what he. Oh yeah, yeah, I get what he's doing. He can't. He's still campaigning for his man. I, I mean, a two time MVP. I don't think he really need to campaign all that much. But I, I feel the, the us against the world vibes. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? You got to do that. It's the Lakers, right? And then Lakers come out, play them in a close game, losing game two in similar fashion to how the Boston Celtics lost with down the stretch just you know, uncharacteristic plays by their their superstars. And so do you have a different feeling in, in this instance, in this series? Do you see the Lakers uh, tie even, well, at least getting a game, uh, getting game three? Let's start there. They're definitely going to win game three. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't even think it's a question. Like, so if, if, if you're the Nuggets, you know what I'm saying? I feel as if you're happy that you, that, that, that you, that you didn't, you, you protected your home. But you have to realize that those were very close games, you know, and those games could have went either way. Like LeBron, so let's say game two, for example, you know, LeBron smokes a fast break dunk. That's two points. You got yeah, a question. Man. He got a, a, a flat tire, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It, it was a couple of plays like that, that. And you come back and you win the game by five points, you know, so it was like, hold on now, like, you know, so that that two oh is kind of like a mirage because it's a little different. You know, and then it's like we're completely dominating these guys and we let them come all the way back, you know, and and, and, and actually cut it down to a one point game. You know, so we, yeah, the car's moving. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going at a good rate of speed, but your check engine light on. You got to figure out what the fuck is wrong before your shit break down. You know, so that's why I feel like it's just how they should be. If, if, if you're the Lakers, it's like, yo, we didn't handle our business. You know what I'm saying? We we had two opportunities to win and we didn't capitalize on those opportunities. Now we're at home. We got a whole court at home, and we got to go back game five, you know, 2-2. Two, two. And I think, like, you know, with Bron and AD and then, like, the others that are going to be playing well, like Schroeder hasn't played well. Um, Lonnie Walker has been kind of quiet. You know, D'Angelo Russell hasn't played well. I think those guys are going to enjoy being home. They're going to give a much better performance. And then your constants, Bron, AD, um, Austin Reeves, you know, even Jared Vanderbilt, you know, him playing defense on Jamal Murray and stuff. Like, I, I just feel like they have enough to to get over the hump. Like, Jamal Murray scored 24 points in the fourth quarter, bro. You know, if you score, you got a, somebody scoring 24 points in the fourth quarter, you should expect to win that game, right? And then you see it like, damn, y'all won by five? And, 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 and he went God mode? They don't bode well, you know what I'm saying? Like, typically, that's a blowout, you know? So, yeah, the Nuggets are up 2-0, but it's an entirely different feel, you know? The Nuggets were expected to win their games at home. The Lakers haven't lost at home all postseason. So, and, and I expect that trend to continue. 
I feel I well, let me open up by saying I picked the Lakers to win this series. Uh but I I'll counter with uh if this was my team and this is how I'm typically encouraged with my team. When my team tends to win these type of games that we have no business winning, when we don't play when we give when we blow leads but we still close it out, we write the ship right beforehand because the Lakers are a damn good team. Like you said uh, earlier today when we were talking offline and everybody knows the Lakers have been the best team since the All-Star break. So this ain't your your regular seven seed, you know, and it's fucking King James and Anthony Davis. Like when they're at their best, arguably the best duo in the league to lace them up when they're at their best, right? But they still didn't execute in both of those games down the stretch. And you had a 40 in 10 game from AD. You had the game you needed from AD, and you still lost that second game. We know AD doesn't do back to backs well. So, uh, but he still was active. He still was active in game in that second game. So I won't give him shit for not scoring 40 because that, that's not to be expected all the time. But but they still won those games in in the Nuggets. So to me, I I'm not that conf- I'm not that confident in the Lakers anymore. Just off the strength that they took your best blow pause in two different ways. You know what I mean? Blow out, you come back, you still lose. You play them in the close game. Murray goes nuclear in the fourth quarter. Can't hit shit all three quarters. Where where are your guys doing that? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's that's what kind of scares me because I don't believe that the Lakers are gonna get a blowout in LA like they've been blowing everybody else out. Like this is the number one team in the West for a reason, and I just don't think that they get blown out. Their 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 bench players are tough, man. They they've played tough wherever they they've played all year long so i got reason to believe these games are going to be close it's not going to be a runaway thing my my, my thing with denver is, is like you know like their rap sheet says that they're they're an average road team they're an average team on the road they're damn near unbeatable at home they're an average team on the road so that just lets me know that okay you know like outside of their superstars like you know their other contributors don't play well on the road and and, yeah. and that's all for the course and I just think that the Lakers have more other guys, you know, than the Nuggets do, you know, because if we're talking about the others, so you got KCP, you got Michael Porter Jr., you got Aaron Gordon. And then on the Lakers, you got Austin Reeves, um, you got, um, uh, what's my guy, Jared Vanderbilt, you got Vanderbilt. D'Angelo, Russell. Um, you know, sometimes you got uh, Lonnie Walker, you know, like, like, like they, they, they just have more. Rui, we, oh my God, Rui. Oh my God. Yeah, he's been amazing, man. Like, he's been amazing. Like, that, that excellent pickup. Yeah, I I just feel like the Lakers have more others, you know, and, and they're not going to be able to sustain that at home because your others are just more comfortable. It's where they like playing, you know, they're getting cheered instead of booed. It's not a hostile environment, you know, they're more comfortable on the rims and stuff. Like, they know the spots. Like, I just feel like that's too much for Denver to overcome. They might not get like blown out by like twenty, but I I, I do think they're going to get one double digit game. Like 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 Denver has not been a dominant road team, even in the playoffs, they haven't been a dominant. No, road team. no. no. O- outside so, of outside of that closeout game in Phoenix, uh, a lot of lot of their road their road games been tough. Yeah, so it's it's it's, it's 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 I'm not knocking Phoenix. I'm just saying that you know, and and to your point when you said Phoenix, I mean when you said that Denver 
took uh, the Lakers' best shot. I don't think Anthony Davis scoring 40 points is the Lakers' best shot. I think the Lakers are best when Anthony Davis scores around 20, has around 20 rebounds and three or four blocks. And that's what he didn't do well that game, the game one. He didn't rebound well. So it's like the Lakers don't need Anthony Davis to score 40 points. They need Anthony Davis to get 20 rebounds, you know. So I don't think we, like, they haven't had a game to where, like, you know, the Lakers oh, are Oh, really- you almost said we. I was about to say we who. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I robbed King James, bro. You already yeah, know. Yeah. You know, I- I'm a Hornets fan, bro. I I, I got to get my basketball fixed from somebody. Oh, yeah. We we could talk about that, the draft, <laughs> after after we get through with this. But yeah. they, don't, they don't want us to be great, man. We almost had LaMelo. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in, in on the same team with Wimbenyama, it was going to be must-see TV, but whatever. But yeah, so like, I, I think the Lakers are best when Anthony Davis scores 20, gives you 20 boards, you know, three or four blocks. Now, he hasn't had that kind of game yet. So I think, you know, they just need to reiterate AD. Like, we don't need you to go crazy on the points. We need you to go crazy on them. You need to be grabbing every single rebound. You know, like, like that, that should be his goal, to get 20 rebounds. Because I think... If Anthony Davis gets 20 rebounds, there's no way in hell that the Nuggets win win games. Like, they score a lot of second-chance points. So if they're controlling the glass, you cut off some of those shots. You know? how, do, like, how do they slow down Jokic? Like, that? that's – I mean, he hasn't been slow, slowed down this entire playoffs. I don't think there's anybody there that can really defend him. Uh, on the Lakers one-on-one, but they did in spurts do uh, a great job. Specifically, I like what how LeBron allowed and, and took that that assignment and allowed AD to play that that center field position. But you you can't expect the King to get bruised down there. Like I, I get it, he he he'll go down there and do it now at this stage of his career. But who who are the others that are will be able to kind of? defend him in a way to make him uncomfortable at the 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 catch point because that's that's the only way you're gonna stop joker is to make him uncomfortable or or number two the other thing is when he does that point forward shit i saw the heat doing it to jalen brunson and he's a point guard he was giving they were giving him fits just walking right up the damn court with him the entire time they wasn't getting into their offense till about fucking 14 to 12 seconds I think that's how you you stop Joker is to wear his ass out because he so, was gassed so, in the second half. So the the and and it's really it's really hard because like what 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 Mike Malone does is that like you know when Jokic is is is, is guarding AD on a block there's always like a help defender nearby so he's never like truly really guarding him one on one but like. You can't really stop Jokic. He just does too many things. He can shoot, he can drive, he got a mid-range, he got post, and he can pass. So I don't think you focus so much on trying to stop his offensive game. You make him tired by working on defense. That's what you got to do. You got to make him tired by working on defense. You know, so if if you can do that, you know, that's going to take away from his game. And because, um, I mean, shit, like, you, 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 can't, you, you can't stop him. You know, you can't stop him. Like, even like throwing throwing two defenders at him, you know, that's like that that's 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 not gonna stop him yeah, at all. That's a nightmare with the way they move the ball. Yeah. Like yeah. as <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, don't even try. It's like you gotta make him work on defense. Like like whoever he's guarding, you know, you need to be making sure that you're moving him around so that Jokic can't just like 
Like, the worst thing that they can do is, like, AD, back to the basket. You know, back. Nah, because you just let Jokic stand there. Move AD around. Like, make Jokic move. You know what I'm saying? Get some switching action and stuff. Get him on somebody that he got to come away from the paint. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do Bro. something to move his feet. Bro, we are, um, we are four games from the NBA's nightmare. Heat, Nuggets, <laughs> finals. Like, we are literally... Four games away from a ratings nightmare. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. Like, I mean, I couldn't be happier because, like, I just think that the, the people need to see these new faces in these new spaces. And, and I, and if you beat the, if you beat the best in, in terms of a champion and, and King James and, and AD, then you deserve to be on that platform so that you can shine. And I think at a certain point, these guys got to bust through, right? I mean, this is their second time in the Western Conference Finals in the Nuggets. Uh, the only reason I think they've been bad the last couple of years is because Murray was gone. And I want to address somebody specifically. My little brother. He, he gave me shit and asked me to run down name 10 point guards better than Murray and all this other shit. And I told him, I said, look, when, when this man comes back, he's going to be a problem. And lo and behold, what is, what is Murray doing out there? You know what I mean? He is the difference maker. He's a gamer in the playoffs. He may, and he's just now heating up and getting to the point where he was damn near two years ago. So I, I mean, I think he's, he's just like, He's not just like Jimmy Buckets, but just certain guys elevate their their game in in these playoffs, man. And he's one of those guys. He may you may not see it. He may not ever make the All Star team and and all that shit because there's a lot of talented point guards out west that yeah. you may start a franchise with besides him. But I can't name five that I'm I'm gonna say out west that I would say give me them instead of him in the playoffs. And that's just going off the track, his short track record in the playoffs and making deep runs. Yeah, and and, and, and I mean, and one thing I do want to say is that we got to stop talking about Jokic like he's some scrappy player that doesn't get his respect. Like, I I can't stand that shit. Like, bro, just, he won two MVPs, bro. <laughs> he's won MVPs. Nobody That's watches the, it, though. James, nobody watch. You know, nobody... That's because of the market, though. Like, right. the, it's not our fault that he plays in Denver. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 it's, it's like, at, ask anybody, like, yo, name a prominent, uh, a Denver Nuggets legend. That they're not going to have anybody. You thinking Carmelo Anthony? You thinking Matumbo? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's what, and I'm, I'm thinking about, like, even like back in, like, you know, like Michael Jordan days, like, who played for the Nuggets back then? Like, I, I don't know why, but like, Michael Oliver Candy name come to mind. I don't know who the fuck played for the Nuggets. So that's why. It's, it has nothing to do with Jokic and us not liking his game or us not acknowledging him as a great player. It's because you're in Denver, bro. You're in Denver. The same way, Di- like, yeah. like, Charlotte has great players. You know what I'm saying? But people won't know, like, oh, like, what is Kelly Oubre doing? Nobody knows that Kelly Oubre, he had a pretty good season. It's because of Charlotte, bro. It has nothing to do with Kelly Oubre. So, like, you, like you, Jokic is never going to be a superstar unless he gets to a superstar market. You know, well, he's not gonna be treated like a superstar. Yeah, he, he won't be treated. He won't be treated because he doesn't. He's not the most athletic. He's not jumping out the gym. I think I probably got more hops than him at forty years old. 
You know what I mean? My vert is probably crazier. But what what that I mean, but that's the thing. Like you go in any local barbershop and all of that and you you hear the banter and shit like that. Yo, they was they literally voted for M MVP for MB. And I and I think MB deserved it this time after all of the campaigning and shit like that. But I know there was specifically people out in the media that were just against giving you know, giving it to Joker for a third time in a row. Just based on his overall body of work of not truly, you know, making a, a a huge impact in the playoffs and this team advancing to the finals and or winning a championship, which DeMar I think is a bit unfair. DeMarcus Cousins said it best, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, you know, if Jokic wins another MVP and he's three times back, he's three time MVP. I remember three, that. You're saying that he's the best center to ever play the game. Is Jokic the best center to ever play the game? Hell no. No, no, he's not. He's so, not. And, and 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 we also have to not act as if he's going to be the first guy to not win an MVP based off something outside of the game. Is no, the reason right, yeah. it's it's happened to like, the best. I mean, what Kobe got one? Like 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 uh, LeBron. You know, LeBron should have way more MVP. Shaq. Shaq lost two to Steve Nash. We're talking about an MVP who didn't even average 20 points a game. You know, that's it, it is insane. So he's not the first guy that this happened to. And then it's like, we also have to acknowledge the defensive side of the ball. You know, that's like Jokic is trash on defense. Like he's not a good defender by any stretch no, of the he's not. He's not, he's not a good defender. So, he's so, he's he's gotten uh he's gotten to be serviceable he, over the years. <laughs> Exactly. But it's like, you know, so like, like, like when, when you look at Embiid and Jokic, it's not like it's like a runaway for Jokic. You know, I think Jokic is like a better all around center. You know what I'm saying? Much better passer. But but Embiid is a much better defender, you know. Yeah. So you know, and, and then it's like, you know, they finished with the same record. I think the Sixers might have had a better record than 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 the um the Nuggets. The East was the best conference, the better conference, you know, for the yeah, most top to bottom. I, it, I would say that it, it wasn't. It wasn't like people were like saying like, "Yo, like, you know, this is a it's not a travesty." You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like you said, I, I feel like MB deserved to, to win MVP this year. I feel like he was the best center. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's not a robbery by any stretch of imagination. You know, but like people want out to be like, ah, oh, like you just didn't want to. Like, no, like. You know, they had a chance to run away with the West and they didn't do it. You know, I'm, so. I'm just I'm just happy that people were getting to see, you know, his his abilities on full display where you have to just focus on what he's doing out there and all of the nuances of his game. You know what I mean? I think that's what the beauty of his game is. The, the outlet passes just, you know, him seeing the floor in such a, a fashion that's that's similar to. A LeBron James, but I don't think we've seen a center quite do it the way he's doing it. You know what I mean? Is I won't say it's Magic Johnson esque, but it's like that's how Magic Johnson brought came to the the point. You know how he played point guard as a point forward. We're seeing it with him as a center, and again, it's not as flashy. It, it you know it may not get a lot of sports in the highlights, but man, if if you've ever hooped. What he's doing is making the game completely easier for his teammates, and is I'm just glad everybody's getting to see it. Yeah, and and, and what takes Jokic to the next level is a shooting. Like he's a real, he's a true big that can shoot. Most okay. of the time, 
have like a center shooting threes or like a fringe big. Jokic is like a true back to the basket big that can step out and, and hit the three at a high clip. You yeah, know, one, like he, one play, one play that stuck sticks out to me. Speaking of shooting, is that oh, yeah. one bucket he got on Anthony Davis? That was just kind of like one of them wind up toss to the sides at the end of the shot clock, and it went in, and just all Anthony Davis could do was just give the Jordan shrug. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm glad it, I'm, he got I'm it glad, all. I'm glad you brought that up. That's why I'm. That's why I feel okay if I'm the Lakers because it's like, yo, Jokic hit a shot like that. We played perfect defense, had them in the worst situation, and he he had the Angels in the outfield shot, and Jamal <laughs> comes back. And he did the same, same shit. <laughs> wrong. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the game that they won by six points when they had yeah. all they had over a twenty point lead one time. So it's like if I'm the Lakers, it's like yo, if he shoot that shot ten times, see that's the one time he was gonna make it. You know, so they're like, all right, like yo, we're in a good space. Now they absolutely have to win at home. They got a whole court at home. I don't think this is a team that they can go down three one. And come back and beat. I don't. I don't see that. So they got to win both at home. But I think they will win both at home. And I think they'll win them convincingly. Convincingly. Earlier, you 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 got to you got to put a little something on your convincingly in in terms of the point spread that you said earlier. It, it, it raised my eyebrow. It raised my eyebrow earlier. Okay. What was what was what was the point? You said double digits. Man. So 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 game three. I got Lakers minus 10 and a half. I got Lakers minus. Right, right, right. right. I don't I don't feel going to be I I don't feel like it's going to be a close game at all. And I feel like it's going to be a game where Mike Malone's like, you know what? All right, we're going to sit our starters down. We're going to regroup, come back for game four. That's what I feel. I feel by the third, it's going to be over with. All right. And before we finish off with the, the conference finals, do you have the Celtics winning anything in Miami? Honestly, I I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I I, I don't. I, I really don't. Like, if that locker room is not as tight as they they portray themselves to be, the fractures are going to start showing themselves. You know, and I don't think mentally they're tough enough to, you know, really like go into Miami and get a game. You know, now anything can happen, like an injury or like Jimmy can get in foul trouble and they might can squeak one out that way. But if we're talking about like just outplaying Miami in this situation, no, because I don't think Miami wants to give them any kind of hope. They understand, Everybody realizes how they like Jason Tatum to score 50 points in the game seven. You don't want to see these motherfuckers in a game seven. No, you, you, you definitely these don't. So I'm telling you, like Jimmy telling these dudes like, yo. Game three is a must-win game for us. Like we going, we got to come out through hell and high water. We got to get game three because if we get game three, then they'll fold game four. You know. Yeah, but, uh, I think they'll fold game four. But well, I'll I'll see everything I need to see in that first half. If that first half is is <laughs> nip and tuck, then you know may maybe they get game three. Then I, I I will kind of get back on the Boston train, but for right now, man, I, I see a gentleman sweep yeah. at the at the very least, and and that's what I see. Um, and some big changes coming through Boston, which is much to the delight of my New York Knicks in the Atlantic uh, division here. So you know, get get 
maybe we can get a, a Jalen Brown. You, you never know to pair with Jalen Brunson, man. So I'm all about yeah. self on this one. I'm all about the Celtics imploding, man. So, right, so, man. so, so are, are y'all done with um with RJ Barrett? Y'all done with him? Depends on everybody's expendable to me, except for uh Brunson. Uh, so I mean, I like what RJ Barrett does. Like he's he's probably the most available guy out of his draft. If, if we're talking one, two, three, in terms of uh, his progression and just being around, but and I mean, he's I'm improved saying, every year. He's improved bring, every year. Yeah, but if, if you bring in Jalen Brown, you got to they can't. Coach you got to get rid of him. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get, you, he, he gotta go. Obi got has to go quickly. Is gonna go. It's gonna gut our entire young core. But I mean, quickly was a no show when he was healthy in the playoffs. Obi looked lost at times, but he did provide some good minutes uh, sparingly, albeit not really in the Miami series. So I'm cool with letting those guys all go and some draft picks. We got the capital. If not, win. You know what I mean? You want to maximize. Uh, Jalen Brunson's time and he's about only, in his yeah. the only thing is like y'all made some good steps and you don't want to cause too much you know change and, 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 and turmoil you, you need some stability too because I, I feel like y'all need a new coach I don't like Tibbs you know like like like, like Tibbs he yeah he ain't it we, yeah, we, we, uh, we we know what his ceiling is he no, I, I got my I got my thing about Tibbs, but you know I'm I'm not a a fan of a team that goes to the playoffs every year, has championship aspirations or make deep runs. So as long as this guy is getting me to to the playoffs, I'm gonna be a little bit. I don't have I don't have the 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 Milwaukee Bucks in Phoenix. Uh, you know I I'm not acting like you know this happens all the time. Like you got to be a little cautious and and let this thing cook because I think this year or next year is the time to strike in terms of free agents. I just know in my heart of hearts, man, just just don't go after Dame, man. Like I I don't I don't I don't want. 34-year-old Dame, even though he's coming off his his best season, I think him and CJ didn't work out, nor do I think him and Brunson will work out. You don't want two guards that's under 6'3", you know, out there. So, you can't have that. That's too much of a defensive liability. Right. So you just you just create an issue. And, you know, Randall, I, I don't know. I don't know where his head's at, man. But, I mean, I, like Julius, just, I, I think Julius Randall gets a bad rap. Like he's, uh, he's he got he gets us there. He gets us there. He doesn't miss games. He shows up. He plays. He probably would have played all eighty-two games or maybe at least eighty. He probably would have sat a game or two because we had our position locked up. So he gets us there. Without him, we don't get to the playoffs the last two or three years. But when he gets there, man, he just his mind. I I haven't seen nothing like it. He averaged eighteen. He was hurt too. This year, so that's the built-in excuse, but he did it before, and, and he wasn't hurt the previous time. Yeah, so, but but it, but it's, it's it's just like for me, man. It's just like all right, like 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 you said, you know, the same way organizations don't have patience, fans don't have patience either. You're a well-adjusted fan, so like you know what we're making the playoffs good, but <clears throat> I don't think anybody was expecting the Knicks to win the championship this year. No, I don't know. No. Expecting the Knicks to beat, I certainly didn't. You know, so I, like, didn't, okay. I didn't. I didn't expect them. I expect them to make the playoffs with Jalen Brunson, but I didn't expect them to win in that fashion in the first round. Nor did I uh, 
you know, at, at this point, we've played them better than Boston <laughs> played the Heat. And, and, and that's what I'm saying. So it was like, you see that, like, just do another inventory of what you have. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe we need to get, like, one ancillary piece instead of trying to go out for a superstar. Yeah, like, if it's to- not a home... If it's not a home run, yo, I, I don't want it. Like, I, I talk about the Jalen Brown, but it's like, wh- with what? Because if you just swap out Randall for Jalen Brown, I'm not sure you necessarily get anything uh, from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, who who, who going to defend? Who, who um like, like, like defensively, you know, who got Randall, man? Like, you need size. I'm not, Randall's not a great defender, but you still need size. Jalen yeah. Brown can't do that Randall defense. Yeah, you know. and, and yeah, if it's a superstar, you're going to have to give up a lot. And that may include Mitchell Robinson, who's our best shot blocker and one of our best defenders. So, I mean, I, Nick's out of it. You know, I, I'm I'm waiting on the draft that that and see what, what we do there. We don't have a first-round pick, but I'm, I'm interested to see what happens in the draft so that in free agency, we can kind of wrap our heads around what happens because I think a lot that happens in the draft is going to dictate what happens with us, with Portland Trailblazers, so on and so forth, and, and, and some other key guys that may become disgruntled at some point this summer. So we'll see. Certainly will, man. All right, man. Yo, James, man, thanks for hopping on, man, uh, to, to holler at me, man. Uh, promote some of your music. I don't know. King James, he is an artist. He is a musician as well. So, man, I know he just dropped Kill Switch and, and a few other singles. He has a project out right now. So, man, rattle those things off so people could uh, come find you. So, of course, uh, Kill Switch, you know, uh, myself featuring my brother JR, Queen Backwood Sweetie, produced by Kill um, on all streaming platforms. Um, also got a couple of joints, me and JR, uh, Quiet Storm, Same Picture. You know, like just just dropping singles and stuff. But a uh, project I've been working on for a long time, uh, Wise Dome. You know, he's dropping next Friday. It's a compilation album. A lot of dope MCs, you know, including myself. Um, I also uh, engineered the project, so it's definitely going to be super dope. Make sure you check that out as well. And um, I'm just working on stuff here and there, you know, trying to um, get in my engineer bag a little bit more and, you know, expand my horizons. Dope, dope, dope. So, again, y'all, let us know how you feel about these picks, man. Do you feel Boston has it in them? What, what, I mean, do you feel like this series is over? Are they going to come back? Y'all let us know, man. We'll be back here shortly after these Game 4s are over with next week and, and see if our thoughts change at, at some point, man. So, uh, with that said, man, I'm Cash. That's James, man. We are Episode 203. Peace.